Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Geographically? Geographically. Geographically. This is cool. So I would say make sure that pretty face is shown. Yes, true. They're going to want to see that thing. They're going to want to see that thing, Alan. That face. You good? Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed our latest episode with Isabella Picard and Allie Bradian. Today we have a very special Small Talks episode on the word motivation. Good friend and listener of the podcast, Bianca, suggested it, and we're going to go deep on it quickly. Speaking of being motivated, the Hyperconscious Morning Minutes are coming to you if you join the mailing list. If you go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, there's a huge button that we just created that said join the mailing list. All you do is plug your email in there, and then we will be in your ear every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning to kickstart your days off motivated. So now I've got the definition of motivation up. There's actually three of them, and all three of them use the word motivation in the definition, but I actually like a couple of them. So, number one, the act or instance of motivating or providing with a reason to act in a certain way. Number two, the state or condition of being motivated or having a strong reason to act or accomplish something. Number three, something that motivates, inducement and incentive. I like the word incentive on that. Uh, also, shout out to Bianca for getting me this shirt, by the way. Ah, true. They're totally a coincidence. I, I didn't know that uh, we were doing this. but um, So I think I have a different view on motivation than most people. Alan and I were talking about this in the preamble, and not going to lie to you guys, when I wake up at 4.30 and the alarm goes off and it's time to go roll out and, and do my mobility drills while I listen to T-Robs or whoever it is, I'm not motivated. I don't. I don't always feel motivated to do the things I don't want to do. But when you're in the gym, so just for context, I've been dealing with a little bit of a shoulder injury. I, I think that's, uh, what do they call it? I don't know what they call it. But I have a shoulder injury. Something's going on with my rotator cuff impingement. It's an, wow. I, have, I have an impingement going on. And Very scientific of you. Yeah, I'm, I am a scientist, say, <laughs> some would say. Um, so... When I go to the gym and I don't foam roll and I don't do my mobility, I learn quickly that I should have done it. Right. Because it hurts. So I kind of motivate myself by knowing what will happen if I don't do it. I also motivate myself by like making myself feel bad. Like, hey, you're being soft. You should do more than you're doing. Why don't mm. you do more? I think that when it comes to motivation, I also reverse engineer a lot of stuff. Like, 
I've told you this before. I don't ever want to look back on a day and say, like, that's the day that screwed everything up. If, if I did things differently that day, I would be more successful. I would have been able to help more people. I would have had the opportunity that I let slip through my hands. So, for like, my intention in this Small Talks episode is not to, to give you an overwhelming amount of motivation. It's to help you figure out how you can motivate yourself. Because you're not always going to have YouTube in front of you. Right. You know, you're not always going to have... A deadline. You're not always going to have these things hanging over your head. So how do you motivate yourself when that's the most important thing to you in the moment? I think that I'm with Kevin on this, actually. I don't know how much I believe in the word motivation. I think motivation comes and goes. I think dedication stays. And dedication is predicated on a specific end result. In other words, if you want to be the strongest version of Kevin and you have your fitness goals, then you're going to be more motivated to foam roll than someone who doesn't. Yeah. Right. So I think motivation is completely predicated on the outcome you're looking to get. So if you have a huge dream that requires a lot of you, that person is going to seem more motivated than someone who doesn't because they have to be. Yeah. Um, we were talking the preamble a little bit, and I don't think you should ha- like a lot of people come to me, whether it's clients or just people that have asked me, like, how do you stay so motivated? How are you so up and motivated all the time? Honestly, I don't think I've ever once wanted to foam roll. I just know the downside when I don't. A lot of people, I don't think they know the downside. So, for example, if I want to step on stage for a show this spring or summer, and I don't want to get embarrassed again like I did last time in fourth place, then guess what? I have to foam roll because when I don't foam roll, my training suffers. And if my training suffers, then my physique suffers. And if my physique suffers, then I will lose another show and be embarrassed. So I have more pain associated to not foam rolling than I do to someone that doesn't have any goals. So I think that when you see someone who's super motivated, I think it's usually not motivation. It's, It's some form of dedication towards something greater. So let's use a practical example. I know one person or several people, in fact, that are motivated by the, in- the attention of the opposite sex. Okay. Right? If they have somebody in their life, they're crushing it. Right. Or if they have somebody that they're trying to reach, yes. they're crushing it. What happens when that person's gone? Yeah. You lose your quote-unquote motivation. And or if you get that person and then you start to get right. complacent right. because I, now you have them. I think motivation for a lot of people is... If this, then that. If if right. I can attach um, something to this, I will work harder. I was telling Alan, if you don't know how to swim, or if you're a slow swimmer and you're in the ocean with sharks, you're going to be motivated to swim faster. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, but when there's no sharks. When there's no sharks, you're not. I think motivation is momentary. That's what I tell people. And that's why I'm very big on discipline. You're not, and this is... One of the questions I get asked the most is, how do you wake up at 4.30 in the morning? How do you do it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not motivated to do it. When your alarm goes off, you're coming out of a state of unconsciousness. Of course, you're, you're not motivated. But yeah, it sucks. It's discipline. <laughs> yeah. It's discipline. I so why f- do you get up? Because if I'm not up... So right. if, if there's if, a big downside, right? There's a huge downside. If I'm not up at four thirty, I woke up at five twelve the other day, right? And I could only do half of my mobility. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to let my food settle before I went to the gym. I didn't get to listen to a full thing like a full Tony Robbins speech, right? There's a lot of things I didn't get to do that I normally get to do. And that do. threw off your whole day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not that I'm motivated to do it. I know that if I don't do it, my day will probably be far worse. So I know the effect of not doing it. 
Exactly. A lot of people don't know the effect of not doing things, and so they don't feel motivated. So, for example, I often say to people, if you knew how incredible it felt to, to be in shape, you would never want to go back. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. One thing I do want to do is I just started doing this with my clients. It's a, it's a new exercise I started doing where I, I've talked about the four M's of motivation before. Um, I believe I heard them first from Ty Lopez at one point. But the four M's of motivation, we all have all four, but very few of us are tapping into all four. And we also have a very big one that's very important to us and, and a potentially big two and then two that kind of don't matter as much. So I'll go over them very briefly here. Number one is mastery slash status. Number two is movement slash freedom. Number three is mating slash romance that Kevin already mentioned. And then number four is materials slash money. So what I've started doing with my clients, and I want to suggest that you do this, because if you don't feel motivated, it's because you haven't created strong enough reasons under each of those categories to be motivated. Like Kevin said, if you do have that person under the mating slash romance M, and, and when that person's gone, all of a sudden you're not motivated. Yeah. So what I'm having my clients do, and I highly recommend you do this. Kevin and I will do this too, and we'll maybe put a uh, course behind Absolutely. the scenes on the website. I love it. Um, but basically what I'm having them do is pick their four and put them in order. For me, it's mastery slash status is first. Um, number two for me is movement slash freedom. Number three is mating slash romance. And number four is materials slash money. That's my order of syntax, right? And what I want you to do is I want you to write down 10 things under each of those that motivate you in each each of those categories. And the reason why it's 10 is it's going to stretch you and you're going to think of things you wouldn't otherwise. I'm telling you, you do this exercise, my clients can attest to this, you will feel far more motivated, not because you're suddenly more motivated, but because you have stronger reasons under your M's of motivation. And just so people don't think I'm... If if you have say there's somebody out there that you see all the time and they they motivate you to be better they motivate you you know to figure out how would you attract those that person into your life don't I don't think that's a bad thing but what you should do is take that motivation for that person and turn that into <clears throat> discipline right turn that into what disciplines would I have to do every day in order to attract somebody of that quality into my life right and then that way when that person goes if they do say they find somebody else say you never. Approach them. Say you guys never connect. You'll have the discipline. You'll have the habits built in already, and you won't have to find somebody else to put a target on in order to start getting back into that motivational mindset. I also want to encourage everyone to really focus on having, really uncovering your dreams. Um, I think setting really high goals and dreams is going to force you to have more discipline and then and more motivation to follow through on those things. So... You know, the the result, the outcome that you're shooting for is going to dictate the process on the day-to-day. And then as long as you start to tie your identity to, to someone who achieves their goals and does what they say they're going to do, I think that's a big piece. Like, you'll hear Kevin on the podcast all the time say, like, I don't want to be a bad person. He has a stronger reason. He ties his identity to that, right? If he treats someone poorly... He's going to have more pain than someone who doesn't have an, his identity linked to I'm a good person, right? So you you got to be very careful what you tie your identity to and, and start being more proactive about that. Like for me, for example, like if I say I'm a, I was telling uh, Kevin off air here, I said, honestly, I'm getting a little bit sloppy in my physique, like my face is getting a little fat and, and that's not anything self-deprecating. It's just I've been eating not as clean. I'm, I'm getting a little bit fluffy. I'm, I'm on the tail end of a bulk. And what I said to him is my identity is tied. Like, I'm a leader. I'm a fitness coach. Like, it's up to me 
to make sure I'm motivating my clients. And if I'm not following through with sleeping well and hydrating well and eating well and going to the gym and foam rolling and mobility work, like I'm being a poor leader. I tie leadership to my identity and I have people that are looking to me for their health goals. So I better be on point. And so I have a higher standard and therefore I probably appear more motivated than I actually am because of those other factors. So I love motivation. I hope that you're, if you're listening, you're able to find something that motivates you. But I think the point, the biggest point I want to make is what do you do when that goes? What do you do when, you know, that YouTube video that you've watched a hundred times doesn't motivate you anymore? What do you do? If you've built in the habits of discipline, then you're far more likely to reach your goals. Now, Maybe it's not the same for you. It most likely isn't the same for you as it is for me. I wouldn't suggest giving yourself massive amounts of pain you know, to make yourself do stuff. That doesn't work for everybody. It works for me because I fear regret almost more than anything. So mm-hmm. um, you got anything else? I think the last thing I want to say is <clears throat> I think that motivation... This is this great quote by Zig Ziglar where he says, motivation... Uh, someone comes to him and says, motivation runs out. And I think he says something along the lines of, yeah, so does... Uh, oh, yeah. Right. I also shower daily. Yeah, yeah. Right? So uh, one thing I will suggest is inputs and outputs. What are you feeding your mind? Whether it's this podcast... Like, I hope this podcast motivates you. For sure. I really do. And I, and I, I do think that it's important to feed your mind and body things that, that are going to spark that motivation. But in order for that motivation to last, it really does have to be sort of a part of you and sort of a standard. And, and like Kevin said, like you have to create the habits. The, the last thing I want to say is something Mel Robbins says. You don't have to want to do it. You have to do it anyway. And this is why I always hammer this quote. Like, you don't have to want to. You'll be glad that you did. In other words, you don't know you love something because you always want to do it. You know you love something because you're always glad you did. I never want to foam roll, but I'm always glad that I did. And I think if you focus on the feeling you're going to get when you do accomplish whatever that thing is for you, you're going to build in the habit and the reward system to continue doing that. Like And like you said, just to piggyback on that, I 100% hope this motivates you, but I think you probably get the motivation from the emotions that you have associated. Right. Right? It's like um, watching a fight motivates me Mm. just because it's something primal about watching two people battle like that motivates me right but and and maybe when you listen to this you know you feel hope hopeful right or you you feel clarity or you're you feel understood whatever that is hang on to that feeling and try to figure out other ways you can get it because i would hate for you to run out of quote-unquote motivation and stop doing what you're doing i want you to accomplish every goal you have set out and uh you know that's Gen- genuinely genuinely what we want for you I do have one more thing to say it's quickly, super, super relevant so Bianca is the one who suggested motivation yes when we were out with her a couple weekends ago I asked her why she listens to the podcast because Kevin and I are trying to serve you guys even more and she said honestly I think it's my association to you guys that matters most and that's really what I think you're trying to say. It's like, we hope to motivate you, but we hope, more importantly, that you feel like you're on our team. Yeah. And it's the association of all of us getting the fuck after it 
that that should be more sustained than just some momentary motivation. I said that last night in my post. I don't have followers. I have people who are on the journey with me. Right. Just because I'm trying to lead you doesn't mean you're following. Right. We're, we're on and the you same all team. motivate us. Right. Without you guys this listening, is, this is we, a thing. Yeah. It's it's a, it's such a team effort. So this ended up being an awesome. Episode. I enjoyed this. Right. Um. So we hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as we enjoyed recording it. We are gonna drop a scratching the surface episode next on. What happens when you feel like you're outgrowing your environment? I think a lot of people deal with this, whether it be with your friends, whether it be the town you're in, whether it be your family, whether it be your significant other. What do you do when you start having those feelings that, you know, the people's places and environments you're in might not be serving you anymore? So we are going to be releasing that next. And we have definitely struggled with that. We know that's something that's a big pain point for a lot of people. Thank you again, Monique, for suggesting that. I just want to say, everyone, please uh, reach out to us with your word suggestions for small yes. talks and your topics for Scratching the Surface. We've really enjoyed you know, bringing the stuff to you that you want. Bianca, thank you for this word as well, and we will talk to you later. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.